Take a Ride podcast. I'm your host here, Starks. You can find me on my Twitter handle. It's at Starks underscore industry. You can also find me on Instagram, Fishers of Men 21. I'm not here alone this evening, morning, afternoon, wherever you may be in the fantasy world. I have the wingman running the three, LT the Sage. How you doing today, brother? I'm doing good, man. All-star weekend. I know we are going to enjoy some good all-stars. I don't know about Conley. <laughs> I don't know about Conley making that all-star game. I know we're going to probably talk about that today. That's a little iffy, NBA. Whoever's making these decisions. But uh, three jazz, I don't know about it. But, uh, yeah, um, welcome to the podcast. Glad to be here to talk some fantasy with you guys. Yeah, this this is one of those weeks uh, we're going to talk about this episode in particular. Before we get to the talk about the episode, you guys check out newlifefantasy.com. Join the mailing list. Join as a member for free. Not only do we talk about fantasy basketball, we share the faith on there. Uh, we talk about fantasy baseball, which is around the corner, fantasy football. So definitely take a look into that. If you're interested to be a contributor, let us know. And we'll take a look at your work and see what happens. And if you guys haven't subscribed to the podcast, make sure you do. So um, we will talk about in this episode, you know, a little bit of the all-star break. Um, and then at the same time, I think we'll talk about some trends, well, not trends, but players that has produced very well, you know, up to this point, And maybe some players that we think will, you know, maybe start regressing after the all-star break or might even start doing better in the all-star break. So you can use this as a tool of maybe buying low or selling high on certain players in your league. So uh, with that being said, I'm ready to take people on for a ride. Uh, LT, I'll pass you the ball on your thoughts on <laughs> my Conley, because I've seen that too, and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> so my thing is, is it's crazy because, um, yeah, Utah Jazz, I think, have the best record in the overall NBA, I'm pretty sure. And um, yeah. I get it. I really do, Starks. I get it. I guess they're doing good. But come on, man. And I didn't know this, but that was this would be Mike Conley's first all-star appearance. So I didn't know that. I didn't know he's never made an all-star game before. He's always been a pretty good, solid player, but I guess he's never made the cut. Um, but my thing is, is that he should still not be an all-star player. Um, <laughs> there's a couple of players that just scream out just a little, have done a little bit more this year. I know Conley had a great year, um, but um, De'Aaron Fox um, today won. Um SGA, but the main guy, my guy, DeMar DeRozan, um, should definitely have gotten it over uh, Mike Conley. So I'm a little worried about who's making these choices over there back in the back office of the NBA because DeMar DeRozan definitely should have made it. And it just would have made it made him all the sense, man. He just, you know, he just lost his father, you know, et cetera. And it's just it would have been such a, a nice gesture from the NBA. But instead, uh, they give Mike Conley, which he's had a good year. Don't get me wrong. It's not like a, it's not like a completely awful pick. But when you have someone like Demar Rosen that's playing for the Spurs and playing at an All Star level like he has been, um, actually, uh, you know, without Aldridge, this pretty much this whole year, Aldridge being in and out and still keeping the Spurs competitive, um, I think DeRozan should have got it. But that's just my thoughts, Starks. What do you think? Well, I think to be fair, I think Conley replaces Booker for the three-point contest. I don't know if it's really the all-star team or or did he go on the all-star team reserve? I'm I sure. thought I thought it was for the all-star, yeah, all-star reserve. I think Booker's you, hurt. Yeah, yeah, I think it's for I think it's for the nothing that's not contest. the 76ers. Um, but if you can look a little bit deeper into that and I'll, I'll go here. Uh okay. but if if Mike, Mike Conley, if you're saying like he's never made the all-star um 
you know, All Star game, and that's that is rough because it seems like he has right, but yeah, it makes I sense. He did. It, yeah, he's just he's always been you know that that solid player um, throughout the years. Obviously, last year is a, is, a, is kind of an outlier or some for some it hurt them, <laughs> um, but. I think it was for the three-point contest, but I'll, I'll dig into a little bit of a funny thing. I'm sure you've probably seen this LT when LeBron and KD was doing the selection on ESPN or yeah. I think they were talking, and <laughs> they chose Utah players at the end, you know, when it's mm-hmm. uh, Donovan Mitchell and Gobert was like the default last player. And then, you know, there was a lot of people clowning, like, you know, when you're picked on a dodgeball team and you, like, by default, you, you get picked last. And then LeBron was basically saying, you know, Utah Jazz was always cool back in the day, like Carl Malone days, but like nobody really picked Utah Jazz when it came to like the NBA jam and stuff of that nature. <laughs> <laughs> they, just, they, they, they went, uh, you know, LeBron went there and KD was laughing. And then, you know, it's it's funny because it's it's low key true. But the thing is about that is my question is, it's like, how's that? Maybe that's going to drive even more of a desire for Utah to come hard. You know, the, in the play. So I think that's going to make an interesting thing. I mean, I really like to know how they felt about that response on that because they they were essentially picked last. Um, <laughs> that's funny how that went down. But no, um, that that's what I got. And that's really all I have to say. But I guess, do you know who is also in the uh, dunking contest at all? Um, I know Ant Simons is in the dunking contest. Um okay. There's two other dudes that I think I remember seeing their names, but I didn't like know why they were in the contest. I really don't yeah. know why Ant Simons is in the contest. Um, I, I think they're trying to do like younger guys um, yeah. in the dunking contest. I remember back in the day, it used to be just the best dunkers, but a lot of people didn't, didn't want to do it. Um, a lot of the stars and stuff didn't want to do it. And a lot of these stars are tired. They're like, I don't even want to, <laughs> I don't even want to, I know Lillard didn't participate in a three point contest. So he's like, man, I'm tired. And he's got a lot going on personal. So, um, he was like, yeah, I'll, I'll do the game, but <laughs> these little extra side stuff, I don't, I don't want to do it. Uh, let's see here. Yeah. Dunk contest. I know Ant Simons is in it. So, okay. I got, so Obi Toppin is in there. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, if you said Simons or Simmons, I don't know. I don't know who Cassius, Cassius Stanley. Yeah, I don't know who. That's the guy. I was like, Cassius Clay? What are we, what are we talk, <laughs> talking about? I don't know who that is, but um, he's in it too. So, I, I, I Obi Toppin, I mean, that's pretty – that's not bad. Um, uh, I I just – I don't know. I feel like there's probably better better picks, but people, you know, they probably sent people a, a memo and said, hey, you want to do it? And the, those three was like, sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they were thirsty. It would be nice to see uh, Bridges. Um, yeah, McCall, McCall, like Bridges. Yeah, I'd like to. No, Miles, 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 Miles. I think it's Miles from Charlotte. Gotcha, gotcha. Yep, yep. Yeah, like I, 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 I like to see him um, being it for once. Obviously, we know about how Aaron Gordon feels about dunking contests these days. So <laughs> yeah, he's out. Of, he's injured too. But yeah, he's out of the question, unfortunately. Yeah, and then I, I guess that's all I have for that. I mean, is there anything else you want to – I guess we should make a – who we think is going to win. You think Team LeBron or Team Durant uh, on this, man? Who do you think wins? Team, team LeBron because Durant's not playing, so 
you know, kind of <laughs> it, it, it makes team. I, I It was very weird. I guess he still has the opportunity to pick, but it's just weird that he's not, you know, he's not going to be playing. So it's like, yeah, Team LeBron's probably going to win. They got Curry. They got Lillard. They got, man, they they got uh, Giannis. Um, they got Jokic, I believe. Um, their team is pretty, pretty hammy. So without Durant on the other side, yeah, I got Team LeBron. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's. I think I'm going to go Durant, even though he's not playing. Supposedly, I think it's going to be an interesting matchup either way. But you know how this gets. You know, it. They just start off playing around, and it kind of gets competitive at the end. So mm-hmm. you know, I'm not. You know, I know a lot of people are, and I'm not trying to damper the All Star game. <laughs> I'm not really look. I don't really care for it this year. Um, you know, I'll be honest. I know a lot of people probably are still. You know, just because of these difficult times. But I'm going to still check it out. Maybe I'll be uh, shocked to see. You know, what's to happen? But Let's go ahead and transition to, you know, certain players, you know, coming out. We kind of talked about and highlighted um, in the last episode of, like, kind of, like, surprising players. I mean, there could be a couple we could talk about, but I do want to talk about DeAndre uh, Hunter x Hunter real quick. I think, you know, he's not going to get the PRP re- uh, injections is from what I'm understanding. So there's a there's a possibility that he returns a little bit sooner in Atlanta. He was given, you know, inside top 60 production, so that's nothing to take lightly. And... You know, as far as him this year, you know, I know I had a listener pretty much ask, like, hey, do I drop um, slow-mo for him? And those that don't know slow-mo, I believe it's Kyle Anderson mm-hmm. for him. And I was like, you know, I don't think you would do that. Um, the only reason why you probably wouldn't is because I'm going to ask you how deep, how far back are you in the you know, rankings or how much lead do you have? Unless you're in a comfortable position, potentially make that move in a redraft format. Um as much as I like, like I like Hunter, I, I don't know if I could do it. But Dynasty leagues, of course, you're going to get Hunter, and somehow he's available. I doubt it. But uh, in redraft leagues, if you're comfortably in a the top, then yeah, you make that move. But I wouldn't do that uh, right now. And then maybe a, another player I'll talk about before passing the ball to you is um, Nerlens Noel. Um, mm. He's been, he's been doing well underneath the radar this season, and honestly, he's been given like second to first round value this year because we know about, you know, Mitch Robinson, he's been hurt. But Noel, you know, we've always talked about him over the years, LT, and it seems like he just never really had the minutes. And the minutes he's been averaging, the last four games, close to 40 minutes, close to 40 minutes in those four games, just stupid. And those is two and a half blocks a game. Um, He gets uh, two steals. I mean, 10 rebounds in those last four games. That's why you get him. That's why you hope that he gets the minutes, but he just doesn't get the minutes. So I'll pass you the ball if there's any players you want to talk about here, man. Yeah, man. New Orleans Noel, man. That's a that's a tough one, man, because New Orleans Noel, I think – I don't know if you had it. I think I've had him on my squad, um, and then he had one yeah. of those cold stretches, um, and then you pick him out, and then now recently he's been firing up on all cylinders and you know um as far as on the Knicks Knicks is actually a viable team they're playing really well this year actually under uh the new head coach um our guy um and so we 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 just you gotta love this minute production man and when you see these minutes go up when I see 41 minutes 40 minutes 37 minutes 42 minutes 
New Orleans Noel is playing the, pretty much the whole game, man. He's out there on the floor the whole game. And when you're out there that long, you're going to get, you're going to have to do something, right? You're going to have to produce um, his field goal percentage in the last game, 100%. Free throw percentage, 100%. 12 points, 11 rebounds, double double with four steals and two blocks. That is superstar level stats right there. I don't know how many uh, points, what is the points? Yeah, 12 points. Um, so, I mean, yikes. Um, all he's missing is the threes, but that's not why you pick him up. So, yeah. If you have him, um, I think the second back, second on the year. The only thing that can slow him down, I would imagine, is Mitch Robinson coming back and kind of stealing some of that thunder. But um, if if I uh, I forgot the coach's name, but if I know the coach over there and Nick's like I know him, um, he's gonna go with the guy who's producing for him. So if Mitch comes back, he <laughs> might be coming back in a in a in a in a, in a kind of secondary role. Um, yeah, I was a little Ooh. upset about. Uh, about Nerlens a moment. I had him, and you know me, I need centers, and uh, I would really <laughs> love to have me some Nerlens Noel right now. But um, so, nah, I'll go ahead. So let me, so let me ask you this. So, so it seems like you're leaning on if you had him on your team, you rostered him, you wouldn't sell hot. You would probably hold on to him because of Tip Tom uh, Thibodeau. You think? Yeah, especially because of Tom. Uh, man, Tommy yeah. Pickles, man, he doesn't mess around when it comes to playing <laughs> with the same guy. Like when. He will run the same guys into the ground if they're producing. And if New Orleans Noel continues to produce, I think I think Mitch Robinson coming back is going to cut into that. I think it's a product of their injuries, really, how many minutes he's actually playing. So I think there's going to be a little bit of a – there has to be, right, 40 minutes, New Orleans Noel. I've never heard that before in my life. But um, I would. I would. I would keep. I would keep with it, man. I would keep with it. And guess what, man? I I don't I can't believe I'm saying it out of my mouth. The Knicks are above 500 yep. right now, and they yeah. <laughs> they are well, fifth place. They're fifth place, right? Yeah, that was what to say. They're actually in a um our guy to a die man die said die die was calling it about his Knicks man, and uh, I guess he was right, man. Fifth place, they're gonna. I mean, if they keep it up, they'll be able to make the playoffs. Um. Uh, but yeah, um, Noel, man, singing, singing Christmas carols in, in summertime, man. Hopefully he can keep it up. Um, my guy. Okay. So this is going to be, um, my guy. The one guy that I'm looking at right now is going to be probably, um, one of so he's, I mean, he's a superstar, but I think Paul George is going to step it up just a little bit. Um, he's, he's been doing pretty good. He's had some injuries, some outs, some owies. Um, I think after the All-Star break, I think Paul George is going to get back into that, you know, that top, top notch performance. Because I think the uh, Clippers, um, they're going to want to they're gonna wanna make some moves here um, moving forward. They're still doing good this season. Uh, Paul George is my players to watch to come out and really propel your teams later on this year. Um, another guy that I, I actually particularly like, um, and I'll, I'll look at the back end right now. I'm looking at some front end players right now, but. Another guy that I particularly like, Brandon Ingram. He's sneaking up there. He's sneaking up there right now as far as his production. Um, I see him continuing. I see him really continuing. Those guys are really getting some steam the last couple of games. Um, I see Brandon Ingram being a big part. If you can, if you're still um trades in your league um i was thinking about this the last couple of days i would really try to uh you know s s somehow weasel away brandon ingram from a, a potential uh team a potential guy maybe brandon ingram's on the tail end 
because uh, he doesn't really win you weeks, right? He's like a good glue guy, um, top-notch glue guy with points, rebounds, kind of get you some assists this year as well. Um, and um, if you can somehow get him from somebody for the cheapie, um, I would, I, man, please um, do so. I think he's going to have a crazy end of the year, especially since he got snubbed this year. I wouldn't call it a snub, but it's really hard this year over on that west side. Um, but um, he, he didn't get the any uh, all-star, you know, nothing, not even a breath. Um, so that's something to think about. Um, but yeah, that's all I got for the up for the upfront guys. I'm gonna start looking at some back end guys that I've been I've been thinking about the last couple of days. I had I did have a question, Starks man. What do you think about your man Siakam, man? Oh, uh, he's been he's been an interesting guy this year. Um, but I'm gonna tell you this. He before he got hurt, I mean he was doing really hot the last mm -hmm. couple of games. Um, but he 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 started out really sluggish this year. You know, he was outside the top hundred at one point in time. Um, he slowly crept back. You know, with some some solid games. Um, you know, being inside the top fifty. You know, this season. I mean, we drafted him at. You expected a little bit more, right? Mm -hmm. And I know there were some concerns of maybe repeating some of the production of last year. Um, but I mean, it's true. But the beautiful thing that. Well, not so much of a beautiful thing is his three-point production has taken a dip, and I need to check that out as far as what has happened because maybe his, his maybe he's not shooting there at that three that snipe line too good. Mm -hmm. But I know a lot of times there's been struggles. They even lost like I think three games they lost. <laughs> he had three opportunities to close the game, and, <laughs> and I think he got over three on clutch shots. Like in. in <laughs> And it's like bad luck because one of them was a layup and he missed it. So as far as Pascal Siakam, I think he is a player to be, you know, I think he's a good player you bring up. I think he's a player worth um, trying to get and pilfer off a of gym in a redraft format, deep formats, because he was doing better than how he started. And because of this injury that he kind of has right now, he should be back after all-star break. But because of this injury, this should kind of, shed more GMs to be able to buy low at him since he has the center eligibility too. Mm. So that's so uh, valuable, man. Being able to place him at center and still getting some high end stats. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little, you know, you know, I'm a Siakam guy, man, Pascal. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a, I don't know, man. This is he, he's giving me very much Anthony Davis vibes, man, and that, I don't like that. Just injury, injury bug hitting. Now a lot of these guys with the injury bugs, they may be saving up their chakras, saving up their energies, their their keys. Um, they're saving up um, all of their uh, nin um, just so that they can go go real hard at the end of the year. So if that's the case. Um, then that that's going to be very good for those, uh, you know, in our leagues, we have different IL spots. So, you know, you could just hold on to Pascal as well. That's the other thing about the new new gen new gen fantasy is that we have these IL spots. And so you really you really don't have to sell too much because you can hold them, still get another player, still get production and still try to ride it out until those guys come back. Um, and then you could try to find gold in, in, in the um, free agency. So. That's uh that's one thing, but um, I'm gonna pass it over to you, Starks, and then I'm gonna try to look, look for some back end players that are gonna have monster second halves. And sure, and last thing I'll say on Pascal is just like what I figured. I pointed out. I looked a little bit deeper. He's shooting 29% at the charity or mm. not the charity strike pipeline. So that mm. I was just wondering why that three point took the massive dip, and that's one of the part of the reasons he's typically shooting. 
He's typically a 33% over at the snipe line. So I expect that to come up, to come back to the to the means that I believe it should. Because that's just shooting 29%. That's not him. He's better than that. He shot um, at the snipe line close to 30, 36% last year. And then the year prior before that, close to 37% at the three-point line. So we should expect him to shoot better, I think, after the All-Star break from the three-point line. Because even his field goal percentage... Um, it's not bad. It's at 45%. We know the year prior before that it was 54%. But that's only because he's taking a lot more shots um, than he was accustomed to two years ago um, before, you know, him uh, starting to take the lead, you know, as Kawhi was tr making his exit stage left from Toronto. Um, but I guess my concern is with Pascal Siakam is just his health. I think that's the only thing right now because his, his assist has came up. This year, because he's honestly in ranking wise, he's close to the 39th rank last mm. year because he's 47th this rank, rank this year. But it's like, well, well, it seems like he's done so bad this year, but he's he's doing better now. What is it that's making him get close to last year's because his assist is up a tick this year more at 4.8 assist versus the 3.5. So that's a beautiful sight to see. And I think his value is only going to go up. Um, so I'll go into. Uh, I'll talk about another player here, you know, for this season that's been kind of interesting is uh, I'll go ahead and say your boy. This is like nostalgia. This is a weird year. Nicholas Batum. Mm. Like, I can't I can't ignore it. Like, he hasn't been playing good the last week or yeah, two. Weeks, I'll be honest. Weeks, yeah. But after his injury, I think he got hurt. And then after his injury, he's kind of not been the greatest. But yeah. Gotcha. But I'm going to be honest, like, overall. He's been playing very good. He, he went undrafted in, in a lot, multiple leagues. And even dynasty formats, I'm sure people's like, I don't care about no Batum at all. He was really that bad uh, the last – last year he was really bad, just 237. But I will say this, this year, inside the 100, you know, mm -hmm. he's not he's not a scorer. We know that. But he's giving you just little inkling. I'm not going to say he's the Batum of back in the day, but he's giving you a little bit of nostalgia, shooting – a solid percentages. He's getting you that that defensive production. Um, he'll, he's almost averaging two snipes a game. So you're going to take that production, especially when you're playing for the Clippers. I, I kind of felt like, all right, well, if Batum starts, and it seems like I think he still is. I'm not sure, mm -hmm. LT. Yeah, he's wrong. still starting. I'm just like, well, playing for the Clippers, you're going to get – you're going to have yourself better opportunities in, in different places. He doesn't need to score, so there's other production he can do, and he's been doing that, and he's been flourishing. Come on, Charlotte. Let's just be honest. When he was playing in Charlotte, what's he going to do with Charlotte? Did you expect him to take the keys from Charlotte and just do the thing? No, that's not, that's not his MO. So um, I'll talk about one more player because I know you've yeah. probably got some. Um, now, okay, so this one is interesting. Kendrick Nunn, what do you do mm, with this guy? Like, this, this is tough. This is obviously one of my boys even last year. And it's a tough situation. He's inside the top 100. There's been times, um, is it Spo, is it Spostra? Like, he, he would have him in. Uh, let me just, let me take take everybody behind the curtain last year real quick. There was, there was a person coming at my neck hard saying Kendrick Nunn sucks. I'm going to tell you this, listener. Defensive, defensively, he's not that good. He's a, he's a scorer. I'm going to make sure that's clear. He's kind of like, and I'm not saying he's exactly like Sweet Lou, but there's like similarities in that sense of his style of gameplay, right? And I'm not saying he can play defense. I'm not saying that either. But here's the thing that I'm saying. Last year, when 
the Heat, they're struggling this year. Let's be honest. They're like 18 and 18 this year. Kendrick Nunn started most of last year. Do And I'm not going to ignore what their record was. And that could be a little bit of an outlier. That's fine. That's short. That's fine. But they were winning a lot of games. And he started a lot of games. And then there was talks about him potentially being rookie of the year last year. So I can't ignore all of that stuff. And especially what he was doing last year. Now, did he finish out strong last year? No, 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 no. But I can't ignore the production. We cannot ignore what he's doing. And someone that was, I think, undrafted to still do production and to have a chip on his shoulder and just wants to play and score and do the best that he can on his, on the team, that's beautiful. So in a redraft format, in uh, deep formats, people are like, well, shouldn't you be concerned when uh, Goran Dragic, the dragon, to come back? Well, let me tell you this. Hero Academia is, is back. Guess what? Hero Academia has been coming off the bench. Yep. Just like he was. That's not to say that's going to be the final set. So let me play a little devil's advocate. Maybe I would probably try to sell Kendrick Nunn, but if you're in a deep format, I would be okay holding him on. Dynasty format, so I'm going to just hold on to him and see what happens. But just don't expect him to be a top 50 player. I don't see that at all. But he's going to give you production of where you may have got him at because a lot of people dropped him including myself at one point in time. Luckily, I was able to get him again, but that's across the board. So I'll pass you the ball to if you got any players or if you want to highlight on that as well. Yeah, Kendrick Nunn, man. That, that, that's one of those pickups where I, I had a chance to get him and I decided to pick someone else up because I, I just wasn't – the. this is when clippings sometimes get you in trouble. The clippings were like yeah. – the clippings were saying that like people are coming back healthy – you know, um, so he may not be able to, you know, keep it up. And something in me told me it's Kendrick Numb, man. That if he has this game, he's like a, he's one of those guys, man, where he he gets hot. He gets the, you know those stretches of time where he he has like a four or five game stretch where he goes, you know, he's he's really really good. And so I should have just picked him up. Starks ended up getting him. That's that's on me. Um, I can't I can't get too mad at him. Um, I am gonna I am gonna talk about I got, I got two players here. One player uh, is a super throwback. Starks isn't gonna like this at all. What are, this player that I'm I'm gonna say and just for um, pretense of purposes, this is uh, the the second player I'm gonna talk about is hopeful wishing, um, but we shall see. Um, but I am going to talk about another Toronto man. And I think Toronto has a chance to really have to, I think they have to step up, but OJ Oanubi, man, he's, he's, he's really kind of, he's right now. He's, uh, yeah, he's current. He's 57 on the list. And a lot of that is, um, um, overall. And that's a lot of that is on his steals. I think his steel production. No, his steals went down recently. Um, but, um, I'm, I'm a, what have you done for me recently type of guy. And so with the newbie, um, I hope that a newbie can kind of touch into what that production and where he left off last year. Um, I felt like his points were going to go up this year, but to be honest with you, uh, a power ranger Powell has been jumping in here lately and just, you know, going off a couple of games, Fred, Fred Friendstone, we know about him. And then Kyle Lowry, they've been running a three point guard lineup a lot of times. And so, especially with Pascal out. So, um, and Bobby Boucher, um, our guy, Chris Boucher has been killing it this year. I think I saw a 30 game production from Chris Boucher recently, Starks. So I, I couldn't, I, I had to, yeah. I had to oh, yeah. you know, wash my face off after I saw that. I couldn't believe it. 30, how does he get 30 points? But he's been 
he's been popping off. So if you got him, I know you're grinning in the ear. And only guy that I feel like is kind of left out of this little rotation is our guy, Greg Anubi. Now, he's still doing pretty good. I think earlier on in the season, he was he was a steel magnet. He was stealing all over the place, getting steals everywhere. So I think some of his stats are still from there. But lately, I feel like he's kind of dropped off a little bit. Um, but if uh, I think he can actually rise up. I think he can be a, a on that team right now. I don't know, but I, I was hoping for him to be a top, you know, stay in that top 50 area this year. But um, we'll see. We'll see if he can, you know, kind of raise up a little bit in that area. Um, my other guy that I'm going to talk about real quick. Um, <laughs> um I'm, I'm Starks. Starks is going to get super mad at me, um, but um, I'm, I'm going to talk about my man Aminu from Orlando. <laughs> Magic <laughs> Alfarik Aminu. Yes, he's he's back. He's back. Um, now this is uh, this is this is this is just this is this is just hey, this is just for start. This is a stark special right here. You guys, you guys are gonna get a, a key in on. <laughs> A key in on our rivalry here. Aminu is back. He is back. The last game, uh, only made it up to 25. He's ramping up his minute production since he's been back. 25 minutes, two blocks, 14 points, eight rebounds, four from four from the charity stripe, two snipes. And he didn't shoot well, all right, four for 13, but he has been staying around 50% the two games before then. He's been ramping up, getting back into game shape. And I'm telling you what, <laughs> the magic are as dry as they come. Okay. Sahara Desert. I don't know who over there is playing. They got Chemical Birch. They got they got bacon. They got the Baconator playing. Um, I don't even know what he's doing out there half the time, the Baconator. Uh, but I think that the Baconator, I think once um Aaron Gordon comes back, I think he's out of there. I think Aaron Gordon and um, that's right. You heard it here first. Aminu gets the playing time over there in Magic Land, and I think that I think he's going to be able to provide you with in deep leagues. Okay, I'm going to make sure I put that out there in deep leagues. Some defensive stats and production for you. Um, obviously, you don't want to pick him up if you're in a ten man league or even probably a twelve man league. Probably don't want to pick him up either. Um, you probably have better options, but. In deep formats, I think he's going to have uh, – he just came back off an of injury. I think in deeper formats, I think he can actually provide a lot of those low-end stats that you need in a deep format league. So look out for Aminu, man. He's on the up and up. And, hey, Starks, you heard it here first. No, just just no. Just no, man. I, I don't know how we got here, but I'm glad <laughs> because he's – I, I you did you pick him up or something? Did you stream him or something? I, I have him. I've I've been I've been I've been all Aminu the last like I've been oh. I had him for the last week week and a half. Oh, you that's I, just terrible. I, I, I picked him up and I put him on my IL spot. He's been he's been he's been on my team since the beginning since he oh. came back, baby. <laughs> that's just great. The shame, shame on you. Yeah, listeners, if you if you picked him up, don't do it unless you got to be. You got to be digging it. I mean, we'd be digging in the garbage can in our leagues, but hey. LT is in a whole different garbage can. This is, this is, this is, this is so preemptive, man. This is where there's no one available. I got Kenrich. Hey, guys, I got Kenrich Williams. I'm walking Kenrich Williams right now on my squad. 
I, I, there's no one out there in the. I had to preemptively strike, man. You gotta just hope you strike gold. Yeah, hope you gotta get your pickaxe out and hope you strike gold in the mountains so you can go home and tell your wife, right? And you're we're rich now, baby. But sometimes you don't get rich. Sometimes you get a lump of coal, man. And this is hopefully gold. No, it's not. So, listeners, I'm gonna say this. If you want, if you want to get hopefully gold in Orlando, like I'm looking at Orlando's roster, just like I'm sure LT did. It's it's terrible. <laughs> Without Aaron Gordon, it's terrible. Like, what is going on there? It is like if okay, so other than Vooch and Ross, here, yeah, exactly. I'm sorry, Vooch and, and Ross. So, if there is any hope in gold, some type of hope, that LT is trying to say. My hope is that they give Chuma the minutes. They are playing around. Just give him the minutes. You give him the minutes. And I know he had 25 minutes last game. That's not bad. Just give him 30-plus minutes. It doesn't matter. Stop thinking about it. Like, Orlando, where are you going? Let me look at your standings. You're in the bottom. You're, you're 14th place in the Eastern Conference. You're, you're basically second to last. What is the problem? Just start him. Start him. Start him at the four. You got your you got Dwayne, you got Dwayne Bacon out here. You got James Enos out here. You got Enos starting and he's hurt. You got Fournier. Like, and what I mean, is going on? I mean, I mean, be starting the last couple of games, by the way, guys. I just want to let you know that. Oh my gosh. This Aminu thing. Like, I, I can't believe <laughs> I cannot believe you came here. I think we've been talking to Amino. Yeah, this this is like strikes rivalry. We were talking about to the listeners, we we had this battle of Aminu versus the transporter. And for yep. those that don't know, the transporter is is Otto Porter. Otto Porter, we we know who won that match, but it looks like Aminu is winning right now, right? <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> and I can't believe we're here. So no, that that's oh, that's funny. That's funny. If if he still provides you the starts in the minutes, yeah, you got to trot him out there. I can't ignore it, but I will ignore it. So we could go into maybe. Um, I'll talk about a player that a lot of people started to lose steam on, and it's Garland Jr. Darius Garland. I, mm. I wouldn't be concerned. I wouldn't be concerned about him at all. You guys got to remember, he was coming off an injury, and I know he hasn't been ranked inside the top hundred. He was like given third round value at, at, earlier this season, but remember, he was coming off an injury, and I think even before this last game, he had a groin strain. So it's just something to monitor. I think he'll be fine. Um, he was doing very well this season. And I think he's if there's anybody to buy low on guards, Garland Jr., uh, Garland Jr., which is Darius Garland for Cleveland, is a player that I would be trying to buy, especially in a dynasty format. I think he is a player that is going to be solid in Cleveland. Cleveland is a fun team. Regardless, I, I know they're not – they're 13th in the Eastern Conference, but it doesn't matter. They, I, I like their team. I honestly do. They're they're an exciting team, even though like there's some weird stuff going on. Um, <laughs> not weird stuff going. Well, yeah, some weird stuff going on. But you know, we, we talked about Jared Allen there, right? Uh, but I think let me let me transition to something because I I almost forgot about this LT. And let me ask you this: yeah. Blake Griffin, he's oh, about yeah. to get he's about to go somewhere. Where do you think he lands, and where do you think his fantasy production goes? Uh, one. His fantasy production is going to go into the tank, okay, <laughs> like the, the bottom of a of, of a of a fish tank. Um, the second is that it's I'm, it's going to be like a top team. He's obviously did you know he's like one of the <laughs> this year he's one of the top players in the NBA, like paid pl- in players in the NBA this year. Did you know that? 
I didn't know that. He's one of the top <laughs> paid NBA players this year. Like that dude doesn't care what he does. He's getting paid like thirty something, thirty six or thirty. I, I can't remember the number. It was in the thirties million dollars this year to 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 do nothing right now. Um, but um, he he um. He's going to get into another team now. Again, he uh, he'll probably go on a very low deal with the team he's going to be on. Um, and then it, it has to be the Nets. It has to be the uh, man, the the Clippers, <laughs> the Lakers. Um, it's I, if he doesn't get the on those teams, it, it may be the Blazers. I know the Blazers are interested. Um, the Blazers maybe. But I, I, if I if I had a you know some type of money into it, I, I would say that I would say the Nets. I'd say he would end up on the Nets as some type of backup backup player on the Nets. I guess I don't know. He wouldn't start, right? No, I don't think yeah, so. My- <laughs> nah, man, there's no way. All good and ho for that offense, maybe. Yeah, uh, Durant at center and just just. Uh, <laughs> Kyrie, Joe, <laughs> Harden, and Blake. That's, that's, the, that's the lineup. <laughs> that, that lineup sounds like other trash, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> that lineup sounds awful. Oh, man. But no, um, I think he goes to the Nets. Um, yeah. Try okay. to get that quick dub. Um, and then, uh, yeah. But if, if I'm hoping, hopefully he comes to the Blazers just to bolster our bench. We need a better... We need a better second unit, but I doubt it. I doubt I, I, that. That's too much of a. We still have to beat. The, you know, he's gonna probably go to the best team, which is right now the Nets or the Lakers. Uh, yeah, the teams that you said make sense, and even I, I think I heard rumors that Golden State could be a potential landing oh, yeah. spot too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna agree. So I agree pretty much with LT here. His uh. This fantasy value is, is going to come into a tank just about. It's it's not. I mean, even the production he was doing this year was like not yeah, even not, not even rosterable in a 12-man league. So what does that tell you? What does that tell you? And I'll be honest with you. I thought there might be a small bounce back this year. Yeah, there's a small bounce back, but he's still doing really bad. Yep. Shooting 36% this year. 36%. You're a big man. You're shooting snipes. And you're shooting them at a putrid rate. Like, you're not shooting them good. Like, th- there's an issue there. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I-, I think, you know, we got – so we got him and DeMarcus Cousins just – in what is it, Andre Drummond just hanging yeah, out there? Yeah, just chilling. Right? Yep. So I-, I think even potentially after All-Star break or even somehow soon, even maybe before you hear this podcast or however – some of these big men is going to be onto a team soon. Mm-hmm. And I'm interested to see where the landing spots are going to be. But I know there was a few listeners asking, like, hey, should I pick up Blake Griffin? Like, uh, should I drop? I think who was it? Who was it? Do I do I drop? I think it was like a, a comparison to Kyle Anderson. I, I'm probably no, hoping, like, no. I'm hoping Kyle Anderson. That Like, that's how bad Blake Griffin has become, you know, unfortunately. You know, would you trade DeAnthony Melton for – or would you – would you um pick or would you drop D'Anthony Melton for uh Blake Griffin I probably wouldn't and Melton has done really good this year listen listen to me and that's another player that I think I would be trying to get my hands on this year if only they would start Melton but honestly if if, even if he doesn't start us okay give him like 25 plus minutes a game and I'm going to tell you right now he'll produce 
Because the last four games, he's been averaging 2.3 steals a game. That's beautiful. Almost three snipes a game. De'Anthony Melton from Memphis, just a solid player. Um, I just wanted to throw out there. And maybe just touch up on one more guy and then uh, for me, and then if you have any more players, we can start closing up shop here soon. Okay. Kobe White Cheese. I think we all mm. liked him coming this year, LT. But he's been not fun to mm. have rostered on the team. A lot of consistencies this year. Um, he's outside the top 100. Do I think he plays better? Yes, I absolutely do. And he has a little bit here the last few games. But to be outside the top 100, especially where a lot of us had him projected to be drafted at. And I think this is almost exclusively, and, and honestly, inclusively, I think this is even all around, the, even the experts, us, we thought that there was going to be a breakout season. He hasn't shown that at all. And he's shown flashes, to be honest. He's shown flashes, but he has not lived up to the hype train or the echo that a lot of us projected, even including myself. Um, but I think there is some room to grow. I mean, sky's the limit for him still because he's still the starter for Chicago. His menace is up still. His points is up. His three-pointers uh, three is up. His rebounds is up. His assist is up. So what is it really drag? His field goal percentage is up. So what is dragging him? Obviously, it's the steal rate. That's one of the things that stick out. But if you're getting all these minutes, you're expected to do more. We don't expect him to average a still, but to average a point three still, as if you're like this big, like a huge big man that doesn't do stills at all, that's pretty much what he's doing, not getting any stills. So I think there's room for him to grow. Buying low, I wouldn't be a fan of buying low on him, but I, and I know it's like going back and forth dancing, but I would still try to buy low on him, especially in a dynasty format, still young player, Maybe he eases in because, like I said, he's shown some flashes of some good games. So that's where I stand there. And uh, LTL, I'll pass you the ball, man. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah this is where you have to, as a, as a fantasy uh, GM, really have a, a, a quick memory on, um, you know, what, what happens in, in fantasy. So, yeah, he got the – this is his first actual – start right first actual time being the head point guard um playing with a, a high all-star candidate um and Levine um I think he I think this year I think he stays what he is inconsistent and sometimes he pops off I see I, trust me Starks I know I feel it sometimes he pops off the page and sometimes he leaves you really really <laughs> wanting more um on a consistent basis right now his consistency is all over the place and I don't think he's going to get that consistency until next year. F proper proper camps with the team. I think next year, Kobe White Cheese is going to be even is going to be better than this year's Kobe White. Um, the Bulls are in the hunt, so he's still going to be playing high minutes. So I think he's still going to have the opportunities to right the ship going forward. The Bulls are fighting for that last spot here um, in the Eastern Conference. So I think it's Toronto, Charlotte. Uh, Miami's still right there. Unfortunately, they're still <laughs> um, on the back end here in Indiana. Um, even Washington, after their future stars coming up, they're they're about seven, six, seven games back. So um, again, um, I'm you know I, I think Kobe. My thing with him is just he just needs to slow down 
and then I hope he can. I hope he does. I hope he finds that consistency. But um, yeah, that's all I got on on Kobe White, man. I I did have a quick question for you, Starks, and I, I'm I'm asking for you to help me in our league so I can be a better uh, so my team can be better. So hopefully you'll still give a correct answer to the GMs out there. Who do you think? Who do you think comes out as as the guy in the, the forward spot in the Cavs? Do you think it's going to be my man, Prince of all sayings, or do you think I need to, you know, I got him too, man. Dean Wade, this guy coming out, he's been uh, starting in place of Tory and Prince while he's been injured. Do you think they keep, what do you think, man? You think they keep this Dean Wade character in here? Do you think Tory and Prince is going to come back and take his spot back? What, what do you think Starks? So, Wade, yes, Dean Wade. He's been getting some minutes, right? And that's yeah. I think I, I think I had streamed him in our other league for a minute. Mm-hmm. He played good last game. Yeah. He got over thirty minutes, right? Yeah, um, and he's been he's been close to inside, close around the top hundred production. So this is a good player to talk about, right? So for those fantasy gems, if you want to take a a flyer per se, and that's pretty much what LT did. He took a flyer on this guy. He's, I, did, I think he's definitely worth it. Now, if you could correct me if I'm wrong, if you could check on your Yahoo as I'm still talking, I'll tell I don't, does he, if if he does, I, this better not be true. Does he it, have seven Yes, L- yes, L- yes. Oh my God. Yes. Oh my yes. goodness. It's not, it's okay. not, it's not, a, it's not a, it is, it is exactly what it looks like. He has center eligibility. Yes. <laughs> what, what is it? Is that point guard power forward center? I want to make sure that's right. Point guard power forward center. Listen, that, listen, listen to me. Listen to me, listeners. I've never heard of that. Have you heard of that, LT? Like it skips. Ne- it skips. Never. It skips a shooting guard and it skips a small forward. I don't know where they got that data, from. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they 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 got him at point guard power forward center. When I saw that, I was like, I gotta swoop him up, man. <laughs> I gotta swoop him up, Chief Big Man on the rise. Let's go. All right. Oh. So, uh, to the answer to the question, I think this is this is where you take flyers. This is a, actually LT. This was a good pickup. Now, I think they're trying. The, the Cleveland is trying so hard with Okoro, like that. They are trying so hard with him, and and he, which he's, you know, that's tough. And he, I think there's still some. Um, some production to come out of him eventually. But then Prince, he was doing decent, you mm-hmm. know, when before he got hurt. I think what is he is he playing is he back now? I'm he's not really back. Sure. Yeah, he's back now, but he he didn't play he didn't play good at all in his game that came back and had less minutes than my man Dean. Okay, so as far as Dean Wade goes, I think if you're in a deep format, which you definitely are, we are. <laughs> we are, um, yes. <laughs> I think let's see, hold on. We've been here. Oh, okay. So I think it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. But I mm. think in deep formats, especially the way we're in, he's worth a flyer. He's a okay, so this is a player that you gotta go outside the box, right? And this is pretty much what you're doing. And as a fantasy gem, this is what we try to and this is I need to do better on the podcast because I've, I've I left that behind because when I talked about Kendrick Nunn, like coming into last year, I kept talking about him, and then he came out. Mm-hmm. And this is like a player that I think LT you, you mentioned on. This is a potential player that could potentially come out that needs to be high on, and I got to do better at looking at that because looking at this from you know a glass half full 
there's a potential that he holds on to solid rotation minutes. Regardless if he starts. Now, if he starts, you're feeling good. And as LT would say, you're smiling from ear to ear. But if he gets those minutes, if he's giving you 25-plus minutes a game, you're going to feel good because the last three three games, he's averaging 27-plus minutes a game. And in those games, no, the two games prior before that, it's like, eh. But I'm not going to ignore that that the third game prior to that where he had 12 rebounds. And I think that's when I took a, a – um, I took a stream on the other league. Um, but this last game to 17 points, five snipes, six rebounds, two assists, and a steal. Mm. That is nothing to ignore, especially in Cleveland. They're, you know, Cleveland, I think what's smart about Cleveland, that, that's why I like Cleveland this year. Because they're finally, I'm not saying they're figuring it out, but they're taking the players that needs to play. Mm. Like Jared Allen, he need to me, and I know LT... We're kind of like going back and forth because LT is not disagreeing with me, but he's saying that he thinks Drummond or Jared Allen will probably be better than Drummond maybe a year or two. I already think Jared Allen's better now, right? Mm. Jared Allen is thrusted into the starting lineup, and I think Cleveland understands they're probably going to tra- – they're trading Andre Drummond because Allen is the man. He should be the man. Kevin Love, I don't know what they're going to do with him, but, I mean, he should still start. I get it whenever he comes back. Tareem Prince, um, then you got – Wade, then just and then you got Dylan Windler, which is interesting too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Poro. We know about Colin Sexton and Darius Garland. Those those guards are going to stand put. They're going to be fine. Chetty, but it comes Chetty experiment. That, I don't that, know if that's going to yeah. even. Yeah. But here it is, Shetty. I mean, Shetty's been doing pretty good when he gets it. So it's one of those things. It's Shetty, mm-hmm. the Prince of All Saints, Coro, Windler, and then your your boy uh, Wade. So that's where it gets a little flaky. Mm-hmm. But if Wade continues to get the minutes and he still continues to do pro- to the production, then yes. Yeah. So I think what you, what you have him. So you're asking me, what do I think? I think it's about a 20% chance of him succeeding. Yeah. And that's, to me, that's still pretty good. Yeah. To be honest. It's, you got to take those. Hard. You got to take those numbers in our you take- Yeah. <laughs> you got to take. And he's a center. And you know, center eligibility. Yeah. I don't know how long it's going to last. I don't know if someone. I don't know if someone in the uh, fantasy, the uh, Yahoo fantasy, and the back end is in a deep league too and needed a center. It was like I'm just going to slap center on Wade and call it a day. He played it for like five minutes in one game back in 2000 and, and <laughs> 2020 or whatever the case may be. But um, yeah, just um, look out for him. Um, another guy that I just want one more guy that I think I I was looking at. Um, cause I'm looking at our, cause this is, uh, I like to, um, kind of go over with you guys are what, who we have to pick from. Um, and so <laughs> it, it, it just gives you guys an idea of what I'm dealing with here where I'm talking about Aminu, <laughs> I'm talking about, um, man, I'm talking about Dean Wade. I know a lot of you guys out there in fantasy world are probably like, man, I don't even know who those guys are. That's probably cause you got a lot more players available in your free agency. Yeah. Um, Toscano's pizza somehow he's now back he's playing again he he dropped off the face of the earth and then all of a sudden he's playing again I, I guess Draymond Green was oh he exited maybe Draymond's hurt anyways um but yeah so keep keep your eyes out on Dean Wade um Torian Prince could still take that from him um I'm, I don't know. <laughs> um, another guy that I like, I, I, you know, Okiki. Stark talked about Okiki. If he gets more minutes, um, again, um, I, I did. I have seen him too. I've been looking at Magic play a lot more, and he's 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 got some. He just needs to get more minutes here. Um, other than that, I know McLaughlin had some over on Minnesota with um, 
with B, uh, the big Beasel Beasley getting his uh, his uh, his you know 12, 12 games off where he got um, for his arrest last year. Um, so Jer- Jordan McLaughlin's getting a little bit of extra time recently, uh, averaging around 20, uh, low end 20, 20, 25 minutes, you know, in, in that area, 20 to 25 minutes per game. Um, so if you need some low end point guard stats, check out Jordan McLaughlin. He's actually producing um, a little around five, six assists a game, popping off with some sevens. Um, it had three steals um, in the la- in the game prior um, in one block. So uh, Jordan McLaughlin, if you're, and these are for my deep league players. But other than that, Starks, that's all I have, man. Okay. So we'll just go ahead and get to the clutch shots. Yeah, as LT was spouting out these players, yeah, it's it's, it's not pretty out in our league <laughs> at all. <laughs> at all. Um, but my clutch shot is I just touch up on another player to kind of close up shop on my clutch shot is uh, Bruce Brown. Like, what do mm. we do with this guy? Mm. I feel bad because I think we all almost had him on our team, too. We were mm. playing musical players, and honestly, he's been playing outrageously good the last six games, like, giving That's you, crazy. like, close to third round value. Like, I can't ignore that. Mm-hmm. And it seems like Detroit always like to give out – give out good players to teams. I, ne- I never understood it. But anyways, as far as Bruce Brown, the question obviously stems on well, what about when KD comes back? Yeah, KD is going to come back. We could expect Bruce Brown's production to come down. But I think Bruce Brown has earned some minutes. So you, you're just going to hold on to him. Even when KD comes back, once he, you know, if he relegates back to what he was, then yeah, you're going to drop him. But you ride the wave. You ride this for the time being and see what happens. Because to be honest with you, when KD comes back, Bruce Brown needs to be getting minutes. I don't care at this point in time. He's he's doing really good and he's looked and played the part. So um, that's my, my that's my clutch shot. As far as dynasty formats, it's not it's not the the beautiful situation in Brooklyn, but I'm not going to ignore it. You just hold on to him and see what happens. You just ride the wave. Certain players you just got to hold on to. I know it's hard to do it, but you just got to do it, especially in this type of year with COVID. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not a proponent of riding the wave. I'm more of selling high on players like hotcakes as quickly as possible. But the times that we're in, you're going to be leaning on more on leaning on players that is doing high. Almost like a, so LT is the, the particular style of like, what are you doing? What, what have you done for me lately? This to me, Right now is probably more transition to LT style. Like, what have you done for me lately? You probably want those players because your results in how you play the in, in fantasy now is going to show what's going to be produced for you. Because you could sit here and wait for for them to come back from COVID. You could sit here and come back, help them, want them to come back from their injuries. You could sit here and hope that they bring that production back to the mean that you're accustomed to. But it might be too late. It might be too late for you. So. Um, that's just something to stick with and, and at least let it hit your heart and let it hit your ears or your ears hard. So that's my clutch shot. Uh, exactly. I'll pass you the ball. LT, what's your thoughts? And, well, not what's your thoughts, but what's your clutch shot, man? Hey, no problem, man. Um, <laughs> hit your ears. Yeah, 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 hit your ears hard. Um, no, um, <laughs> my, my, um, my clutch shot is um, I want you guys to really be flexible. Uh, re relook at your team anytime the all-star break comes and fantasy wise this is a time to look at your team okay i want you to analyze a lot of these other people are going to be watching the games i want you to pull up your uh your yahoo your um 
your uh stat your, your j chart i can't think of their name uh but your uh, espn i want you to pull up those sites i want you to look at your teams i want to look at your teams yeah exactly uh you want to look you at your teams. Game yeah game tracks exactly what is that <laughs> um you want to look at your uh stats you want to compare your your strengths to your opponents in the league especially if you're top six right now even even in ours the bubble around six seven and eight and nine is is strong is close so you want to make sure you want to look at your team look at what you are able to do what you need do you need more um steals do you need more um assists you really want to examine your team because this is the time right now at the second half of the year that a lot of players either make it or break it in fantasy. Um, if you have strong, if you have a strong team, you're in that top six. Um, if you're higher up on the ladder and you need to get that one player to just take you over the top, start just throwing out random trades. I would and start from the bottom up. Start from those bottom feeders. Who's there's a couple of people on, on the bottom that still believe they can do it, right? They still, they still, they still believe they can make it up, right? They still trying. They're still starting their players every game. They're still like, man, I can't believe I'm 12th place. Make them stay there. Put a trade in through to them. Take one of their, you know, one of their solid glue guys that they don't, they're not looking at. That's helping their team or contributing to their team, and go from there, man. Um, this is the time to do it. Uh, put the pedal to the metal. Um, I don't know why I said that, uh, but yeah, that yep. is exa yeah, exactly. I don't know why I said put the pedal to the metal. Um, don't say that again. Um, don't uh, quote me on that. But yeah, uh, definitely eye on it. I know I've been doing it a little bit um, yesterday, already looking at players that I'm eyeing and players um, that I can add to the team that can help me and propel me to win. Um, so um, that's that's my clutch shot. Okay. And uh, so, listeners, that's all we have for you today. Uh, as LT said, don't quote them. Put the pedal to the metal. Uh, so, you guys can follow me on my Twitter handle. It's at Starks underscore industry. You can also find me on Twitter, Fishers of Men 21. You can ask me any questions, and IG. I'll get you out of problem. Um, and I'll pass you the ball. LT, where can I find you at? You, you can find them on uh, Instagram at Fishers of Men. Um not Twitter. Um, no, it's okay. Oh. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay, man. I got you. I got you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, LT underscore Sage. Now, oh, I'm sorry, Sage Network underscore. <laughs> or and you can find me on IG at LT underscore Sage Fit. You got any questions about fantasy? Um, anything? Just uh, reach out to me. I'll be glad to uh, talk to you about it. Absolutely. All right, guys. And uh, if you guys haven't checked out Coming to America too, then if you have, let me know because I, I don't. I feel like it's, it was probably like <laughs> probably not good, but it's probably funny. So we'll, we'll see how that comes out. So listeners, with that being said, have a good evening, morning, afternoon and take a ride. Take a ride.